Hi, and welcome to From a Full Cup. I'm your host, Natalie Mullen, a certified wellness educator, speaker, facilitator, and teacher. From a Full Cup is a mental wellness education podcast that helps women prioritize their wellness and put themselves first because you can't pour from an empty cup. I present unique wellness tips and strategies in ways that are relatable and practical and can be adopted for your lifestyle. Whether I'm speaking at an event, facilitating a workshop, or coaching clients, I'm passionate about helping women dream big, take action, and move the needle forward to achieve the life they want. Now, let's get started. Hey all, this is the eighth episode. Welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so I am so happy to continue doing these podcast episodes and the conversations that you guys are having with me, whether through messages or emails. I really do appreciate it. And I just love opening up this dialogue about wellness. So feel free to send me an email or a DM on my new Instagram account, Natalie Mullen, and let me know if this is resonating with you. Do you agree or disagree with my views? And do you, what other opinions do you have to add to the conversation? Last week, we talked about the 12 elements of wellness, and I hope you found that wellness wheel helpful and were able to use the tracker to figure out where you are in your wellness journey. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic that hits close to home for many moms out there, mom guilt. And whether you have one child or six, a three-day-old or a 10-year-old, if you or anyone you know ever struggles with mom guilt, this episode is for you. Before we get into that, it's time for the Take Action segment, where we celebrate friends, clients, and listeners who are able to take action and move the needle forward. Today, I want to shout out Caroline. Caroline really wanted to practice more self-care. She's very involved in her work and her volunteer commitments and was struggling to find time for herself. And Caroline bit the bullet and finally booked those yoga classes that she was meaning to do. And she's going on Sunday. And I'm so excited for you, Caroline. I'm cheering you on. And if you've taken action, please send me an email. Or if you're listening on Spotify, you can just hit reply and let me know so I can celebrate you. I also want to shout out my friend Safia. I did speak about her last week. Safia has written a short film that was accepted into the American Black Film Festival. And that is just super exciting. And Safia has been working so hard on this project for a really long time. And I'm really proud of her for the excellence and all the commitment she's put into this project. And I will include the link in the show notes if you want to find out more about it. If you've been listening to my podcast, you know that I have a young son. He is 20 months old, so he's just over a year and a half. You know, so I know I never really understood why people say their kids ages in months, but then you become a mom and all of a sudden you say the same thing. But even I am starting to get a little bit confused with the months. Anyways, it's been a really interesting experience being a mom because before I was ever pregnant, I always knew the way that I think about motherhood and the way I'd go about motherhood would be a little bit different from the norm. I just do things differently. And it was really strange to me that others wanted to ascribe or dictate or expect me to act a certain way or to do certain things based on their experiences of motherhood. I remember I went, my husband and I went on our 10 year anniversary and everybody was asking, how did your son like, we went on a Caribbean cruise and they were like, how did your son like the cruise? And I said, well, he wasn't there. So he had no opinion about it. And I remember getting 
so many moms looking at me like, oh, you didn't bring your son with you? And I was like, nope. And at this point, he was just uh, just about a year and a half, I actually think. I think about a year and a half to date or maybe uh, close enough to a year and a half, give or take a month. And several times when my son was younger, I would go to do something. I'd go out with my friends or we'd go for a night stay or just do different things. And I'd have all these other moms ask me, how did your son do? What did you do with your son? What was it like going with your son? And I would explain that he wasn't with me. And they looked at me in shock. A lot of them asked me, how did you do it? How did you leave your son? How did you choose to do these things for yourself? How do you still have your own social life, your own personal life? How? And my answer is always intention. I was very intentional before I ever became a mom that if I ever became a mom, I would still do the things that mattered to me and I would still maintain my own identity separate and outside of motherhood. I would still travel. I would still hang out with my friends. I would still go out and do different activities. And all of these would be separate from my mom identity because those things are important to me. So we'll talk about that a little bit more later. But from last week, you know that relationship is one of the 12 elements of wellness. And if you are not sure what I'm talking about, you can just go back and look at the wellness wheel so that you understand all the different elements, or you can just listen to the podcast episode. And so right now I want to ask you about the relationship you have with yourself. Who are you? I want you to think about that for a second. And if you can write down your answer, if you can pause this and write down your answer, I'm going to give you a moment to answer that question. We're going to come back to this later. Who are you? Today we're talking about mom guilt, as I said, but what exactly is mom guilt? I want to think about mom guilt like this. Mom guilt is like a heavy backpack that a mother carries around with her everywhere she goes. It's always present, weighing her down, and it's hard to put down. This backpack is filled with thoughts and feelings of self-doubt, inadequacy, or just failure to meet their own expectation or society's expectation of how they should be a mother. And there are several reasons for why moms might feel mom guilt. One might be they're a working mom and they have a career that takes away time from their family. They might not be able to attend all of their child's activities or events. Maybe they're too strict or they're not strict enough when it comes to disciplining. They're not quite sure which one is right. Maybe they lose their temper or yell at their child and they feel guilty about that. They might not be able to provide all the material things that their child wants or needs. They might feel like they're not doing enough as a mom or they find that they compare themselves to other moms and think that they're not good enough. They might blame themselves if their child is not developing at the same level and pace as other children. Maybe they feel guilty for giving their child fast food or prepackaged food instead of freshly prepared healthy meals. Honestly, there are tons of reasons for why moms might feel guilty. And some of them are very personal and those moms might not ever reveal them. And I just want to say, I'm saying the word child, but obviously if you have more than one child, then it becomes children. But I want you to think about, have any of these thoughts or feelings triggered you before? Have you ever experienced mom guilt? And if you have, it's okay. I do think it's normal for every mom at some point in their journey 
to go through mom guilt. And the whole point of this episode is to give you practical tips for how to deal with it. I want you to evaluate your motherhood journey so far, whether you're a few weeks in or maybe several more years. When I speak to a lot of moms, and I just happen to have many of my clients who happen to be moms, a recurring theme I sense is a detachment from self. Somehow, along the way of their motherhood journey, they've forgotten who they were before they had kids. Some clients have shared they've sidelined their dreams, goals, and passions. Some have shared that they just don't feel connected to themselves anymore. They don't really remember who they are or who they used to be outside of being a mom. If you have experienced mom guilt, I want to know how is this impacting you? You might feel increased stress and anxiety, or maybe a reduced self-esteem and it's affecting your confidence. It could strain your relationship with your partner or your spouse and potentially even reduce job satisfaction and work performance. And of course, mom guilt directly correlates with poor mental well-being. And if it's impacting you, you might notice that it feels off in other areas of your life as well. So it's good to just do a check-in with yourself and really see where you're at. I want us to tackle some of the subconscious limiting beliefs that those experiencing mom guilt might have before I give you the practical tips of how we can overcome this. One belief is that I'm not doing enough for my child. And I really want you to think about this in a different way. You are doing the best you can. You are doing the best you can to provide love, care, and support your child. And everything that you do for those reasons contributes to your child's well-being and growth. Another belief is that you should be able to handle everything on your own. And I don't know where this idea comes from. I really do think it's more of a Western mentality where we are encouraged to think about individualism. But society used to be made of clans and of tribes, and many places around the world still have those kinds of family structures and community structures, where all of the burden of child rearing didn't just fall on the moms. It was a community task. You had aunties and grandmothers and other women who were a part of the child rearing experience. So I want you to know it's okay to ask for help when you need it. Seek out support, whether from family, your spouse, friends, or paid professionals that can help you be a better mom and create a community of care where it's not just on you. Another belief is that I'm not a good mom because I make a lot of mistakes. And honestly, I think that this is just a part of the journey. Mistakes are natural and you've never done this thing before. And every child is going to be different and every parenting experience is going to be different. So even if you learn from your own parents or maybe from observing friends that are parents or other people that are parents, it doesn't mean it's going to happen the same way for you with your child. So by acknowledging, even if you make a mistake, so what? You learn, you grow, you improve. Another belief is that you should always prioritize your child's needs above your own. And this is just dangerous. You have to take care of your own well-being. It is essential for you to be the best mom that you can be. And to be the best mom that you can be, you need to be the best woman that you can be. 
because it starts with you as an individual. Remove the identity of mom. Who are you? Remember I told you we would come back to that question. And I want you to focus on yourself. So if I ask my question, who is Natalie? Who is Natalie outside of being a mom? And I actually went to a workshop once and we were we were asked that. We were asked to write down who we are. And for some reason, the table that we were sitting at, there was eight women there. Everybody wrote their titles. So they might write that they're a mom or they're a wife or they're a teacher or whatever the different things are. And my answer said that I was a lifelong learner, a dreamer, a traveler, and a lover of life. Because at my core, that is truly who I am. So I want you to go back and look at the answer when you ask yourself, who are you? And tell me if you wrote, well, sorry, don't tell me, but look and analyze. Did you write about your credentials or your roles or the hats you wear? Or did you just write about what is meaningful to you outside of the roles? And whichever way you answered, it doesn't matter. Both are, it's fine. But I want you to do this activity again and say, who are you aside from your roles? And just really get to the core identity of who you are as a person as a woman. And so going back to this idea, once you know who you are and you really celebrate that individual, it's important to take care of that individual. By practicing self-care, not only are you able to fill your own cup, but you're able to model self-love and balance for your child. And the last belief might be that other moms seem to have it all figured out. And I want you to reframe your thinking to think that, you know what, each parenting journey is okay and everyone faces their own challenges. And it's very important to know that social media often portrays an idealized version of reality. Did any of those thoughts resonate with you? I know for myself, the one that I personally struggle with at times is that other moms seem to have it all figured out. And I feel like as a new mom, there's just so much I don't know. And when I was on mat leave, I had a lot of time. So I was able to Google everything and I watched tons of videos and blogs and downloaded apps and I was able to learn a lot. But since going back to work, I haven't had the time to do those things. And sometimes I'm just not sure how some moms know some things and others don't, like myself. It truly is a mystery to me. And to some extent, I think motherhood is a bit intuitive to some people and others, they're kind of just winging it and they're just figuring it out as they go along. But I've learned that, you know what, I've got to give myself grace. Because if you don't know something, the best thing you can do is ask questions. Talk to other people and observe. And understand that self-compassion is important. I know for myself, this is my first rodeo. And no one gave me a handbook when my son was born. So I'm doing my best and that's good enough. Do I sometimes forget the diaper bag at home? Or do I forget to pack snacks? Or I get dysregulated when my son can't go to sleep? Absolutely. But guess what? Every day when I pick him up from daycare, he stops what he's doing, drops his toys, and runs with full force towards me with a huge smile on his face and his arms outstretched. And that's all I need to know that I'm doing a great job. My son is happy, loved, cared for, and safe. And the same goes for your child. So I want you to change the idea and the expectations you have around the type of mother you're supposed to be. Everyone says moms are superheroes, and we are, no doubt about it. But sometimes this honor can also be very burdensome. 
And as moms, we need to give ourselves grace and give ourselves permission to temporarily set down those capes. You don't have to do it all. Build a community of support. We need others to pour into us and give to us. And we need to focus on our self-care and not just the care of our children and our spouses and maintaining the household. Hey, it's Natalie. Pardon this brief interruption. Are you guilty of taking care of everyone but yourself? If so, let me tell you about me first. My one-to-one seven-step coaching program designed to help you build self-confidence, establish healthy boundaries, reframe limiting beliefs, implement self-care, and discover your biggest dreams. With me first, you'll gain the tools to make lasting changes in every area of your life, from careers to relationships to personal growth and more. It's time to start prioritizing yourself. I am so passionate about helping you take action to live out your biggest dreams and have a full cup. If you're interested in learning more, book a free info call using the link in the show notes. Join me first today and start taking the first step towards a happier, healthier you. Now, back to the episode. Let's talk about some practical tips, tools, and strategies that we can use to overcome mom guilt. And the very first step, of course, you know what I'm going to say, it's about awareness. We have to recognize that we have mom guilt. We have to understand what those feelings are, what the triggers are, and acknowledge when it occurs. And once you've identified those triggers, you can start to understand why you feel guilty and work towards finding a solution. One thing I would really encourage you to do if you do experience mom guilt is just to focus on the quality time that you spend with your child. You might not be able to give tons of time to them, and that is okay. Whatever time you are able to spend with your child, let it be a time of quality where you are present in the moment. Put down the phone, turn off the devices, look at your child in their eyes, touch their cheeks, let them touch yours. Maybe your kids are older. Still, look them in their eyes. Tell them you love them. And just have really connected time. And you might not get it right all the time, but it's okay. Be present. Did you show up? Were you there? Because that's what matters. That's what they're going to remember. Were you engaged? Were you interested in what they were doing? Were you interested in their lives? And were you connected? That is what's so important, the idea of connection. And when you can, set a time for activities that you both enjoy. Maybe it's reading or playing board games or going to the park or having a tickle session. The meaningful moments are more important and the quality of time is more important than the frequency or duration of the time that's spent. Another tip is to seek support. If you are feeling this guilt, I encourage you to talk to your partner or spouse or other family members who can support you, and even your friends. Just let them know how you're feeling and also what you might need from them in the moment. Sometimes just talking about your feelings can help reduce the guilt that you're feeling. Motherhood for some, and especially when your child is very young or you're a first-time mom and you're home alone with this baby, it can be a really lonely and isolating experience. So reach out to other moms who might be experiencing similar things and just talk to each other. Because that way you know that you're not alone. And also you can try hanging out with your friends or looking for mommy and me groups if that's your thing. You can join online forums or perhaps consider therapy or counseling for additional support. But think about how you can develop a community of care so you don't have all the responsibilities of caring for your child. And this can be a mix of paid and free. If you have family and friends around, 
Ask them to help out once in a while. Maybe you need to pay for daycare or a babysitter, nanny, after school club, camp, whatever, depending on the age of your children and what you realistically can afford, what makes sense for your family. Maybe it's friends from a community group that help out, or maybe it's your neighbors. Everyone's situation is going to be different, but I encourage you to try to see if you can develop a community of care that will help relieve some of the burden. My next tip, and I've already mentioned it a little bit before, is to practice self-care. And as a mother, it can be challenging to find time for yourself, but taking care of yourself is essential to overcoming mom guilt. So set aside time to indulge in activities that you enjoy that fill your cup, bring you joy, and make you feel like you. Maybe it's lying down on fresh cut grass staring at the sky, or reading, taking a walk, swimming, dancing, going out for girls' night, or having a bubble bath. It's going to be different for each person. So just choose whatever brings you a sense of peace, rest, and joy. And I want you to prioritize self-care guilt-free, knowing that you will be a happier and more present mom as a result. My last tip is to let go of comparisons. They do not serve you. Avoid the comparison trap. Every family has unique circumstances and parenting styles. Focus on your own journey, celebrate your successes, and be gentle with yourself when things get rough. You are a great parent and just let go of all the unrealistic expectations that say otherwise. Now I want to give you a few tools and resources to help you on this journey of overcoming mom guilt. The first tool is journaling. And I want you to consider just journaling about aspects of motherhood and just certain special memories that you've had with your child. You can write down moments that make you feel proud, times when you felt connected to them, a small win that you had, a new thing that your child did, because this practice just really allows you to focus on the joy and fulfillment of motherhood and to remember those special moments, which can come in really handy when things get tough. This practice has been very meaningful for me personally, and it's so nice when I get to go back and read about my son's life when he was younger and also about my own journey as a mom. And I'm glad to say I'm so much more confident now than I was at the beginning. So I definitely have made progress. Another tool is about mindfulness and meditation. And sometimes there's days where you feel overly triggered or you might be feeling anxiety or stress. And it's going to be different depending on how old your child is and just what's happening in their lives. But mindfulness exercises can help you be present and recognize when guilt arises. And this will help you to acknowledge it and then let go. There are apps that you can use and guided meditations available, such as Headspace and Calm, to support your mindfulness journey. I was going to suggest specific resources like parenting books and podcasts, but I've decided to change my mind. I think as moms, we're just inundated with all these books and videos and apps and podcasts, all these things that we need to follow about how to parent your child and be a mom. And I think it puts a lot of pressure on moms to feel like they have to be perfect they have to get it right and I just don't agree with that narrative I truly believe that deep down within every single mother that you have the foundation of what you need and I want you to believe in yourself you are capable and you can do this job and I want you to ignore the people who don't support you and are not encouraging you even for myself I had some people that were a little suspicious of how I'd be as a mother that's fine because they don't know. 
But let me tell you, I am proud. I think I'm a great mom and I'm proud of myself. And sometimes you have to build up your own confidence when people are not cheering you on around you or they're just not on the same page as you. Because at the end of the day, all that matters is the relationship between you and your child. And when you find that you need support or information, then go seek it. But tap into what's within first. You've got this and you are far more qualified than you believe. Another thing you can do is go on social media and find mothers whose views and actions align with the kind of mom that you want to be. But be your own version of mom. You are great all by yourself. So don't try to be anybody else. For today's call to action, I want you to write down five things that you did not know how to do before you became a mom that you now know how to do like a pro. Whenever you feel mom guilt, I want you to look at that list and give yourself an applause. You are doing the thing. You've got this. So tell mom guilt to go bye-bye. And if you're a mom who feels tired, run ragged, struggling to keep up with a to-do list, feel like you've lost your identity, or question if you're doing enough, I want you to know I see you. You matter, and you are appreciated, and you are valued. I know your head is filled with so many questions and wonderings and ponderings. Listen to me. You are a great mom. You are doing your best, and that is enough. If your child is happy, safe, secure, and loved, you are doing enough. I invite you to say today's affirmation with me. I am deserving of grace and compassion as I navigate motherhood. I am doing my best and that is enough. In closing, mom guilt may creep up from time to time. But just return to this episode and use these tips to help you move forward. And if this episode resonated with you, please leave me five stars on iTunes and share it on your social media. I would appreciate it so much. Make sure to subscribe to my weekly newsletter that has wellness tips to support you on your wellness journey and follow me on IG and TikTok. I'm going to try a thing. This podcast is brought to you by Captivate Podcasting Platform. You can start a free trial by clicking the link in the show notes. Until next time, continue to serve yourself, your loved ones, and your community from a full cup.